Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. Hi, this is Laurel. Welcome back to Laurel's Real Money Talks, the podcast where we talk about how to make money, how to keep it, how to invest it, and do it with the team. So we have been uh, just past our year on this podcast and have folks from all over the world interested in these conversations on how to make it and how to keep it. And today, my guests have a big piece that it actually sits right between the make it and keep it and even in the investing because they're going to talk about conflict resolution. And many times people don't know how to manage through conflict. So that includes even your own personal conflicts that you have going on in your life and some tools for you to combat it and come to some clarity and that resolution. So Carson and Jen are my guests today. They're actually brand new to our community. Super excited to have them. And I know they're going to serve a lot of you that are listening. So let's start out just who are you two? Carson, why don't you go and then Jen? Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having us. We are so excited. So I have been working in the conflict resolution field for the past seven years in the coaching industry for the past 10. And I have a master's degree in negotiation, conflict resolution, and peace building, and have worked as a lead trainer, mediator, and done mediations for the Arlington County government, for the San Diego um, County managers, for trainers at the Kaiser Ombudsman, and also homeless veterans, um, foster youth, and gangs. So this is such a big passion of mine and really want to help people prevent conflict in their business and in their life. And my name is Jen Benninger, and I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for taking the time, Laurel. And Carson and I have really enjoyed working together for the last few years, helping businesses and individuals in all walks of life deal with the conflict in their life. And it started as a passion of mine. My bachelor's degree is in psychology. So I knew I always wanted to work with people. And I'm also a master trainer in NLP. I've worked with Fortune 500 companies. I've held executive positions in the coaching industry, managing teams of coaches, and I have personally coached over 2,500 hours and hundreds of clients and dealing with different types of conflict, either internal or um, external conflict, and just absolutely love supporting people through all of what we have with regards to conflict. And so you guys, like I said, been working together for a very long time, and I love that you landed on this topic. I think a lot of people... They just forget about it. They don't know how to mediate. They don't really have the resources or tools. And I know you're going to talk them through that. So let's talk through some of the ways that conflict is costing businesses money. Because I think conflict set inside organizations sometimes becomes the new culture. So talk through the costs. Absolutely. And so you're exactly right, Laurel, is when business owners are having conflict either with themselves or if there's conflict in their organization that they're not aware of, it absolutely stops productivity, efficiency, and it becomes part of the culture. And the employees or the clients or the business community, their mindset, they start showing up where they don't want to go to meetings. They want to call in sick. They take time off. So we worked with a company where they had an employee that would always blame that their daughter was sick because they didn't, they had a conflict with their boss. And so it was costing sick time, productivity time. 
And we actually had another company that we worked with where they had a circular office. And this might seem like, oh, is this really a big deal? But it was. They had a circular office and the two employees that were having conflict would walk the long way around to completely avoid each other. And then they're they're working on joint projects and it's taking a long time. They were missing deadlines. And we just realized that we needed to you know, mediate what was happening between the two. And when you also have a lot of conflict, it costs a lot of business owners money because you have high turnover. And when you have the high turnover, we all know, we've all had employees that they cost time, energy, money to invest in, to grow an employee. And if you're constantly having turnover because you don't know how to handle conflict, then it can affect your business. Um, It can affect your clients. We actually did an interview once where a client wouldn't hire one of our businesses because of the lack of trust they had because their employees were constantly turning over because of a middle management conflict. So it can seriously cost business owners money and they might think, oh, well, I'm going to sweep it under the rug or it'll resolve itself. And then you're causing challenges with the rest of your employees and your bottom line. And Carson, what else would you add to that? There are other, I'm going to go a little bit different just for some additives. I know you're really into this is what are the, um, I'm going to say the hidden, the really hidden ones. I mean, the employee conflict, and I'm going to expand this because a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs, and it could be, even be in your joint venture, you know, your partners, your vendors, your expectation of the vendors. But there's like, there's this, what I call indirect hidden cost that's just, I think, just mounts up inside organizations. Absolutely. And when people aren't really engaged, it breaks down the relationships and it actually gets underneath. People have presenting problems and we so focus on the complaints or the what's right in front of them and they're not addressing the deeper problems. And we worked with one company that there was an underlying problem for 10 years. And then we came into the company and within two to three months, the problem was fixed. And they're like, why didn't we do that 10 years ago? And so the presenting problems affect the relationships. All right. We could go so far into some of these. These are like tentacles, like what I'm choosing where to go down. So I know. So associated to money, like what's the potential cost? You know, way back in the day, you know, I have a master's in exercise physiology. So I was doing, you know, fitness training and before I've done all this wealth training, I was doing health training. And you know, I've had it down to and the reason I got the best contracts is I spoke to the financial conflict, right? A back injury at a you know, blue-collar facility could cost anywhere between $160,000 and $175,000 to the company. So talk about the cost associations, maybe like from a – like you mentioned turnover. But I say, too, like institutional turnover from an entrepreneur where somebody has been working is simple on your website, your database. That turnover because of conflict is enormous. So put some dollars to that. Yeah, we found that, I mean, just the hiring process, during the hiring process, there's anywhere from five to 10 people in big companies that are looking to hire somebody. And so it's 10 to 15 hours per person going into hiring um, one person. And so that is literally tens of thousands of dollars that we found and then going into the training. So we found that it takes about 75 hours to make the transition and fully train somebody. And so thinking about the initial 10 to 15 hours per person that you're interviewing, and then the initial like 70 to 75 hours in some companies that it's fully to train them and get them integrated. So it's literally hundreds of thousands of dollars that are going into the transition and the turnover. 
And we also found that even if you have conflict with vendors, so this was another thing that you were talking about. On the entrepreneurial side, we worked with a client that had conflict with their marketing team. And so it wasn't an actual employee. So they had a marketing team. Not only did it cost them money, so they invested $10,000 over three months. Well, they weren't able to resolve the conflict, so they kept replacing the team. So yes, it cost them a $10,000 investment. But what a lot of entrepreneurs or business owners don't understand is the loss of time. So there was three months where nothing was happening. So the company that we were working with was on a full upswing. They were generating income, $10,000, $20,000 a month. And then they have this conflict for three months. They're going, the turnover of the vendors was happening. And then not only did they lose the $10,000 in dollar amount, but they lost three months of income. So if you want to calculate the loss of income, if they were making $20,000 a month before, that's $60,000 in lost potential income, plus the actual $10,000 that they paid them. So it was a $60,000 $70,000 hit because they weren't able to resolve the conflict. So when you're thinking about it, it's also not linear. It's not just dollar for dollar. You've got to understand the time that's lost by ramping up a new person or bringing on a new vendor. And then Laurel, you also mentioned, you know, on the JV side of it, like what if you're in a partnership and you have hundreds of thousands of dollars on the line? And you can't resolve the conflict. How much time are you losing by not resolving or mediating that conflict? What is the possibility of you actually losing the whole deal? What is that income return on investment? Well, that's negative versus being able to go, okay, wait, there's a conflict. Let's take the tools. Let's get down to it. Let's come to the agreement. Let's move forward. And then you're not only losing dollar for dollar, you're not losing the time to set that deal up. So it can apply to any type of wherever the entrepreneur is in their business, whether they're the business owner, whether they're in with vendors or they're actually doing a JV partnership, the time and money loss is significant. So talk about how trust plays. It's a, kind of a line item, I say, by itself, right? How does trust play a huge piece of this? And then we're going to get to mindset right after it. Absolutely. So we found that in companies... I'm looking at trust and distrust and trust actually is a confidence of a positive expectation. Whereas distrust is people are confident that the person is making um, negative assumptions and negative um, expectations about the person. And so when we go into a company, we really look at where is there an underlying trust that promotes loyalty, that promotes work ethic, that promotes employees actually going above and beyond to save the company money and to make the extra sale. And so when we look at trust, it's how is the company building trust? And then where is the distrust? Because when there's distrust, it creates the anger, frustration, fear, and people are problem focused instead of solution oriented. And I did a negotiation where it was over $50,000 and it was with a real estate company that was um, rebuilding a house and they were doing it together. It was over $50,000. And there was so much distrust in the organization and with the negotiation that they got down to $34. And 
all of the $50,000 um, was, we were completely down to the end and it got down to $34 and they were so mad and upset at each other. And there was so much distrust that it wasn't really about the $50,000. They didn't trust each other. And they actually dissolved the business because of the last $34 that meant that they didn't want to trust each other. They didn't want to fix this because of the distrust in the relationship. And so 50000 is probably just the overt cost. I mean, I think it's such a hidden cost. People don't know how to even monetize or come up with a number. Would you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they have no idea. because, And that goes back, Laurel, to what Carson was saying earlier about the presenting problem and the greater problem. So, so many of our clients, and, and we do too, like when you're in that anger, frustration, like not knowing what to do, you show up with the presenting problem. Like this is what's showing up the $50,000, but you don't realize the greater problem, how much loss of income, how much loss of profit, how much loss of time and energy did they have until they could resolve the greater problem. And they weren't willing to look at the greater problem and resolve that. So the presenting problem is just the dollar amount that they can see right in front of them. You're exactly right. The greater problem that is affecting them and is putting the pressure on the business and the negotiation and on the partnership and the business is what people aren't seeing. And then it's like, you're right. How do you put a dollar amount on that? Because it's that loss of future income, that loss of future partnerships and JVs. And then if they'd also don't resolve that greater problem, when they go into the next JV or they go into the next agreement or the next one, they're bringing that that trust, that distrust with them. So now it's affecting even any future business because they repeat the same pattern. And so that's the other big piece on the, on the trust issue that I want to share is if you don't resolve the greater problem, like what's really going on, you're just going to take that pattern with you into the next deal, to the next client, to the next uh, marketing team. That's why we had that client who went through three marketing teams because they kept having the same challenge. And so what are some techniques and tips you can give to the listening audience on how to uncollapse or dissect, I'll use either term, the greater problem versus the presenting problem? That's an excellent question. So one of the things is to become aware of the language. So if the first thing that the um, business owner needs to be aware of, because like we just told them all of the stuff is going to be happening, whether they're in their JV partnership or with their vendors. So you want to make sure that you are aware of the dangerous mindsets. If you start hearing things like, oh, everything's fine. And you, if you know there's a conflict between two people or you're also in the conflict and you start saying everything's fine, nothing's getting resolved. So you want to make sure that you're, you're hearing what's happening with the language. And then also, if you have language like I'm going to destroy them or I'm going to, I can't wait to you know get back to them. Now, obviously, that's a little bit more obvious that there's some destructive anger and resentful. So that awareness might be a little more easy to understand or they get really defensive. Like I didn't do anything. I just don't understand. Then they start blaming, shaming, justifying. They don't take any responsibility in the conflict. So that's another clue on the language mindset. And then um, it's already done and over with. What's the point? Now they're showing up like they're a victim of the circumstance, right? The company's against me. Oh, poor me. So now again, this could be company. This could be vendors. This could be JVs. The first thing to understanding the conflict and what you need to do is understand the language that's being used so you can see where that person is coming from so you know how to approach it. And then Carson will share some um, other ways. Once you have this language, what can you then do with it? 
Yeah, and I, I want you to go language, but that also speaks again to more mindset. So I don't want to feel like uh, I want to go a little bit deeper on some techniques that they're actionable they can take away today and say, I could use that one. Sure. I could do that today if a conflict happened. So when we're um, looking at conflict, it really goes down to what are people saying and how are they asking questions? So one thing is people come into conflict with assumptions. They come into conflict with their judgments and their perspective. And so we've found that just asking questions, what does this conflict represent to you? Or what's the definition of respect? What does this $50,000 represent to you? So the two questions that you can ask in conflict are, what does this represent to you? And what is the definition of? And this really helps people look at what are the values underneath the conflict. So if one person is coming from, they are the action-oriented, the focused, the, um, the go-getter, and the other person is the people person, the community, the peace, we found that they are coming at the conflict from their communication style, from their perspective. And so to really get underneath what is what is going on, asking the questions. We, I did a mediation where it was actually somebody pulling the plug and they were deciding whether they were going to have this person um, pass away from pulling the plug. And it wasn't about the plug, but it was about their values. One person was very fact-oriented. Um, they've been on it for three months. There's no brain activity. There's no heart activity. Whereas the other person was, the miracle can happen. Um, there's people that have, um, they would want this. And so they were much more people versus the facts. And so when you can get down to and help people understand where they're coming from by asking those questions, that is a way to get deeper and resolve the conflict. And what are the biggest roadblocks? I mean, really, there's like some roadblocks to just getting it done. And in that same question, I'm going to say not only roadblocks, what's a okay time allotment, I guess, you know, because sometimes this can go on forever and ever. Is there some time where you just take a break from the resolution planning and give it time? Because I also know time heals a lot of things. Absolutely. So the biggest roadblocks to resolution are really the idea that people are protecting something. So in every conflict, people are protecting something. So it is our job to go in and say, okay, what are these different people protecting? Are they protecting their money, their reputation? Are they um, protecting a deal or somebody, they told somebody that they, they were going to do something. So what are they protecting and why is this conflict so important to them? They also might be protecting their ego or some people get in such fight mode that they are going to fight for even if they know that they're wrong. And so what we do is we go in and we assess what is going on in the situation. What are they protecting? What is their what is their default style of communication of conflict resolution that they're falling back on? And so we'll start with about a four hour session um, and really understanding what is going on. And then we go into about a six to eight hour session that can be in one session or broken up. And so what this allows is how long has the conflict been happening? We've dealt with conflicts that have been going on for 10 years and we've been dealt with conflicts that are, that are two or three months. And so when you have a huge investment in the company, when you have a huge investment over a long period of time, we found that there's more to untangle and there's more, um, there's your presenting problems and then there's the values. And so most often 
it's a process of really understanding what's the deeper issues. And we found that over time, when you actually set in a goal-oriented action plan from people actually looking towards what they want instead of what they don't want. And so we found that when you can actually create action steps, you can't fix the problem right away. But what keeps people from resolving conflict is that they create goals and they create strategies from what they don't want because of what they don't want. And then that just creates more problems. And so when we go in there, it is going to take them time to untangle it, time to build that trust back up, time to um, shift the culture. Then we actually help them create um, a strategies and goals that are what they want. So we clean up the past and then we focus on what do they want and strategies and goals to allow that time of healing. So, Carson and Jen, talk a little bit about how you work with people. I know you're going to offer uh, folks from this podcast some one-on-one time, and there'll be a link to that. But as always on this podcast, you go to asklaurel.com. You can put in your name, your phone number, your email, ask a question, make a request, and uh, my team will be back to you. Another way to get a hold of them is uh, why don't you guys go ahead and give a link and talk a little bit about your one-on-ones and what someone would accomplish by signing up for that. Sure, absolutely. So, so when you click the link um, below, you're gonna we're gonna be on a call for an hour, and we're gonna ask the questions. We're gonna find out what's going on with you, what's working, what's not working, what would you like to do differently. We are there to facilitate what could be resolved with the conflict. So you're an expert in your life. We're the experts in um, resolving that for you because we understand when you're in the conflict, it's hard to see the different solutions. And so we're there to just support you and um, finding the solution because you know inside of you how to resolve this. We're just there to to guide you through that. And we want to make sure that it's sustainable and that you don't repeat the pattern. We don't want to connect and just solve your presenting problem. We want to make sure that you have sustainable results. So that's why we spend an hour on the phone with you to really find out what you're looking for and how to support you. And um, we don't want to come in and fix it because if you just have someone come and fix the presenting problem, then you're creating codependency. And we don't want that. We want the deeper value in the culture for you to be sustainable, immediate, and permanent. And that is the the value of having a jumping on a call with us is um, we're here to find out what is the greater problem? How can we support you in breaking the pattern, resolving the conflict, easy and effortless, and taking whatever time is necessary for that to unravel? And then you have a safe place that you can come that you can trust that we're going to support you in what you're doing. So that's what you're going to find on the call. It does not matter what the topic of conflict is. It could be a conflict at work. It could be a conflict with a business owner, partnership, JV, or, or even at home. Because Laurel, I know, I know this is for business and I want to you know respect everyone on here on the business, but realize that if you have conflict at home, it affects business. So um, we realize that too, is we can support you in wherever that conflict is coming from. So jump on the call with us, spend an hour. There's no obligation. It's your Laurel's community. We're part of Laurel's community. We're all here. I love how Laurel expresses that it's all about the team. So let us be part of your team. Let us support you in the conflict resolution so you can go back to doing what you love, easy and effortless. Let us do what we love, which is resolving these challenges and just jump on the call with us. And you can click on the link. It'll be in the show notes and whatnot. So, um, and we're available and we've opened up our calendar um, because of Laurel's community. We've opened up our calendar. So you can pretty much jump on. (laughs) We're pretty much available um, to support Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, I appreciate you guys being on. And those of you listening, again, take advantage of these extraordinary folks that I bring to our call and into our community. 
and they are designed and here to help you um, move whatever situations to the next level. And the other thing I would say is if there's just some, I'm going to say silent stuckness, right, in your life, there's usually some conflict hidden beneath it. So look deep at the places in your life, uncollapse them, and get in touch with uh, Carson or Jen, again, through the link. So um, we're having to wrap up. I know we're going to have you back, and we'll probably take some deep dives into some other content areas. But any last words for our listeners today? I would just like to say that the more that you can become aware of what your challenges are and the more and the quicker that you can resolve them in your life, the more you can open up to more wealth, to more manifestation, to more bigger opportunities. And so because I know how Laurel pours into her her community and the fact that we're part of that community and you're part of that community means that we all on this call want nothing but greatness for you. And the more that you can look at the awareness, open up, realize, hey, wait, I can take a look at this. I can take a look at this area and take a look at that area. Then you're going to be able to fulfill what Laurel has for you, which is making more money, keeping more money and investing more money. So take the opportunity and just know that you're worth it. Awesome. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Again, we will be back next week with more on Laurel's Real Money Talks and uh, continuing this conversation. And it's going to get a little wider. We're bringing in some, uh, I'm going to say sharks. We're bringing in some world-leading folks who have done more trade and transport in the world. We have a huge summer lineup, so stay tuned. And thanks, Jen and Carson. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmire, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. Want to learn more about off-Wall Street investing, tax strategies, and multi-million dollar business strategies? Visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast for past episodes, show notes, and resources for some special wealth building gifts only for Laurel's podcast listeners, visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast gifts. Do you have a burning question for Laurel? Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week. Every week.